You are listening to She Speaks by the Great Canadian Woman. The great Canadian woman makes waves, she moves mountains, and she blazes trails. This podcast is a compilation of inspirational Canadian women sharing their message, their insight, their experience, and their expertise. and compassion, strength and softness, pride and humility, independence and connectedness. The great Canadian woman unites us by both our similarities and our differences, and this is where we listen, learn, connect and grow. You can learn more about our publishing opportunities, events and how to be a contributor on the She Speaks podcast or blog by visiting www.thegreatcanadianwoman.ca. My name is Kimberly Simon. Thank you for joining me today. You know, I had an entire outline of how I wanted this discussion to go, how I wanted this podcast to go. And life happened. Today happened. I cried. Today I cried. And I am a strong believer that everything happens for a reason. You are here for a reason. You are listening to this for a reason. You are part of this women's network for a reason. You are here for a reason. So I cried and I let it happen. I sobbed. I cried because I was not living my best life. I realized that I'm not living my best life. And that made me cry. I was sad not by anyone else's count or level that I'm not living my best life, but by my own. You know, it's that feeling you get, you feel it in your gut. It's right at the core of you. I feel it at the core of me, that feeling that I can do more. I can be more. I can touch more lives. I can show more love. I can be more patient. I can give more time. You feel it. You feel it that you can do more, you can be more, you can, you know, love more, be more patient, give more time. And my heart felt broken because I feel all these things. And it's not because I'm not trying. I am trying like the rest of you, but I feel these things anyway. And honestly, it's a part of growth. So I wiped my tears. And I went on to write myself an apology letter. So I wrote this letter in my journal and I am happy to share a few lines with you. So here's what I wrote to myself. Dear Kimberly, I'm sorry that you're not living your best life. I'm sorry that you have not connected with enough people to make the impact that you really want to make. I am sorry that you have not touched enough lives. And I'm sorry that at times you feel alone and discouraged on this journey. 
I allowed myself to cry some more. And as I wrote those words and moaned, I just gave myself that time. And that's okay. Give yourself that time. I cried for the time that has already passed. I cried for the opportunities that I have missed. And I cried for the difference that I could be making if I could just find and amplify my voice. I share this to be clear that I'm nowhere near the life that I want to be living. And very often uh, we are listening to people who seem like they have reached the top. So for the rest of us up here, it feels like, wow, we have such a long way to go. And it's often even discouraging, which goes against what they're trying to do, which is motivate us. So I am in the same boat as you. I am on that journey. I am climbing that mountain. I have no idea what tomorrow will bring. I am just trying my best. And I do not have all my ducks in a row by any count or measure. So I share this with you in hopes that we can connect and that we can share this journey and share our lessons. So let me go back to where I went on to go. I believe that my journey can inspire other people. So I went on to ask myself, hey, you are crying about this best life of yours, but what does it really look like? Because I fear that if I am not clear on what my best life looks like, then I won't recognize it when it's here. So I continued to write in my journal and I wrote, my best life would be waking up feeling fulfilled and secure in the running of my profitable businesses. My best life would be time freedom so I can get more involved in my community, so I can help more people, so I can listen more, so I can inspire others. My best life will be financial freedom to not only help and support the people that I love, but to truly change the lives of other people who I'm yet to meet. And of course, my best life would be lifestyle freedom. I call it lifestyle freedom, where I'm able to do what I want when I want. But how do I get there? I meditated and I quieted my mind so I could listen um, and really just think back on all the lessons that I have been collecting. Life has really felt like it's been going so fast where before you know it, you've blinked and it's a new day. It's a new lesson. It's a new challenge. So we're really getting that time where we can reflect and bring us, ourselves back to, you know, where am I trying to get to? What can I do to get there? So I'm going to share with you five things that you can start doing today so that you can also reach where you're trying to get to. And we are on this journey together because I continue to learn and to apply these lessons. So the first thing I wanna share is the importance of listening to your inner voice. Your inner voice is your best and most trusted friend. You spend more time with your inner self than anyone else. 
So you know it. Your inner voice is always there. It's that gut feeling you get, that impulse action or answer, that little voice that speaks to you, whether you say it or not. You know, we hear that little voice say something and sometimes we say, oh, well, that's not politically correct or, oh, it's going to break their heart, so I won't say it. But it's that little voice. It's always there. It speaks to you each time you prepare for or you take a step. It's that same voice that sinks to the pit of your stomach when something is not right. It links right to your gut to tell you that, you know, this is great or this is not. It links to your smile. And today it linked straight to my eyes and made me cry. You always feel it. Pay attention to it. Don't ignore it. You know, the more you live in harmony with your inner voice, the further you'll get. Try by all means to do two things. Listen to your inner voice more. It tells you where you're trying to get to. It tells you um, sometimes to jump anyway, even when fear creeps in, creeps in, even when anger creeps in, even you know when all those negative um, thoughts creep in. If you listen to your inner voice, which is what's driving you, which is why you are even this driven person that is a part of this network, if you listen to your voice more and you learn to be kind to yourself, you will understand that all you need to do is try your best and progress takes time. The second powerful lesson I have is for you to build your confidence by guarding your heart and your mind. If you think about it, you really are what you eat, or in this case, you are what you consume. So take heed of the people that are around you and the information that you're allowing yourself to be exposed to. Listen, if you're going to waste time, um, well, not waste time, but if you're going to spend time reading something, let it add value. If you're going to spend time watching something, let it add value, even if it's for the simple fact of it makes you laugh or it helps you turn off after a long day. I love watching comedy um, just before I go to bed because I find that it unwinds me and it, it just, you know, but take heed of the things that you're consuming because that is what um, is really driving you. So if you can make sure that the people that are around you are motivating you, they're giving you confidence, they're giving you energy and they are just, you know, helping you shine a light on that vision uh, and not anchoring you, you will be well on your way. The third thing I want to share with you is the biggest belief that I have and is where all my businesses are cored under. It is discover the power of a network. I cannot say this enough. I should do a podcast just talking about the importance of a network and how you can do it. Honestly, this is one of my biggest beliefs and I am a living testimony of a power of a network. Everything I have been able to accomplish, achieve, it's been because of the power of a network. It can be my family that are, you know, constantly um, cheering me on and, and they motivate me. It could be my friends that support me. It could be my darling sisters that put up with my emotions, even when I'm just going through a really tough time and I'm being negative and I need somebody else to uplift me. It's, you know, the, the people I've met at conferences, the people I've met, all of those things, 
it, it you cannot do things alone. People need people and people need to feel valued and connected. So if you take anything else away, realize this. If you want to get to the next level, you need to get to, you need to grow your network. You can't escape it. Invest the time and money if needed in connecting with the right people, in connecting with others, in helping where you can. And I promise it all comes back to you. So I have so many examples on this because this is such a passion one for me. So I'll give you um, something that someone else said to me today. She said, do you like helping people? I was like, yeah, I love it. If somebody asks me for a favor and I can do it, that amazing feeling of, hey, I helped somebody out and it's great. And she was like, don't you think because of that, we're actually cheating other people when we don't ask for help? How powerful is that? You are actually cheating other people when you do not ask for help. So grow your network, help people as much as you can because it makes you feel good. And when you need to, be okay with asking for help. I'll give you another example. I went to a conference uh, in Dubai years ago. And, you know, I had met the CEO. We attended uh, the networking reception. We didn't even talk that much. We spoke very briefly. Anyway, uh, three years later, um, I reached out because I was looking for new opportunities. And, you know, I said, hey, you know, if you're ever um, around, let's have a coffee. And, you know, three years later, and this person responded and said, hey, great to hear from you. Of course, I remember you. Um, yeah, grab coffee soon. And like we said, life takes over and you say soon, you say we'll grab coffee and then it never happens. But then the problem is people think that just because you didn't reach back straight away, just because that coffee didn't happen, you know, within that week or within that month, then that connection is lost. That is not true. That connection is never lost because I promise you this. Now, fast forward now four years from when I met this person. And they live in a completely different country. At that time, I was living in England. I'd moved back to London and they were living in the U.S. So I reached back out to the CEO and I said, hey, I've, I, I, you know, I've been traveling for a bit. I'm back in the U.K. I'm looking for a job. Um, I, this is what I've been up to. This is what I've been learning. Um, you know, let me know what you're up to and if you see any opportunities for us to connect. No word of a lie, guys. The response didn't happen that same day or the next day, but it happened in that week. And the CEO wrote back to me and said, funny you should say, I have a layover in London on my way back to the US from a business trip. I would love to grab lunch if you're available. I was like, great, I am unemployed. Let's grab lunch. No word of a lie from the core of me. I wish you could see my face. I'm living testimony of this. I got my job over lunch. And that was seven years ago. We met for lunch. I spoke about all these experiences that I had where I was trying to take my career, the value that I thought I could bring. And then we in turn spoke about, you know, the vision for the company where they're trying to get to. And those places that I felt like our values and, and, you know, our goals aligned. 
And I left that lunch with a job and it was like, hey, so we've been using someone to do our marketing, um, an outside consultant. And, you know, just speaking to you, we would love to try someone in-house. Can you start next week? I was like, great. That was seven years ago. Power of a network. And then I will tell you one quick one because I know we're running out of time. Uh, when COVID happened, they shut down Toronto City, which is where I live now. And I decided to do something to give back, but I wanted to do something different, uh, something where I'm not trying to teach anybody anything or, you know, sell anybody anything. I just wanted to give back. If you approach anything from a place of you want to serve, I promise you it comes back. So I started an online trivia Thursdays. It sounds very small, but it is actually very big. So it was um, an online game that I do on Thursdays and anyone can join. It's really fun. It's where strangers meet. We do general knowledge quiz, kind of like your pub quiz, but online. So you have your drink at home and you're playing with other people and you're laughing and we have a winner and it's so much fun. And it was all completely free. I sent it out to the people that I already know. I think the first one only had about 10 people and then it, it, it just kept growing because then they invited their friends and then we're 20 and then we're 30. And then this thing just kept growing. And where I want to get to is when you approach somewhere, some, something from a place of serving, you really go far. So one of my good friends, Chennai, who is a part of this group, um, sent it out to uh, Royal Bank of Canada's Random Acts of Canadian, uh, where they were collecting stories of people who were helping out, um, just doing kind things during the lockdown. And they loved the story. They were like, this is so different. Yep, can we feature it? They featured it on their website. I promise you, they featured it on their website along with hundreds of other stories because if you can think of the amount of people and, and be uplifted, if you looked on this site, you would see the amount of amazing people who just want to help. These were people who were sewing masks. These were people who were raising money. These were people who were volunteering their time and risking their health. All through, during the lockdown, just to give back. So there's a lot of people like us. And like I said, people like to help when they can. So um, they featured it on their website. I think it was like on a Thursday. And then by like Monday or Tuesday, Global News had reached out to me and said, hey, we saw this. Imagine that. In the middle of all these other hundreds of stories, they saw mine and they wanted to feature it on the news. So it went on to be on TV the power of a network. I had not even found out about this RBC thing. Someone else knew about it. Had it not been me serving, me having this person in my network, her coming across this information at the right time and her saying, hey, I like you enough. There you go. So if you surround yourself with people who are just like you, people who see you as the person that you're trying to become and people who understand the journey that you're on, um, you know, you will, you will go far. So um, my last point on this particular subject is surround yourself with people who are motivated, positive and empowering, empowering being a great one. And remember that as you are looking for these people, you have to be that to them. So you have to be motivating yourself. You have to be a positive light in other people's lives. You have to be an empowering person in other people's lives because then you get that back. I will move on from that passion topic. And, you know, I would love to do a whole podcast on that. Anyway, fourth thing, we're nearly there. There's five. Procrastination kills dreams. How many times have you heard people say they had no idea what they were doing? They just kept moving. 
Honestly, you will never have all your ducks in a row. Just move and things will happen. Jump and the net will appear. There are no failures, no such thing. Only successes and reroutes. So, you know, when it feels like something didn't work out, then you've just been rerouted. Either you try a different approach, you try again later, or you try something different. But if you eliminate the fear of failure because you tell yourself that it doesn't exist, um, then you'll be able to move forward. So allow yourself to move. Just keep moving. Whatever you can, just keep moving. You will never have it all figured out. Nobody does. We are all just muddling through. And today I cried. So we're never really there. Just move and build your momentum and don't lose it. Final thing, which is also another really passionate part of me, and this has grown in the last two years, actually. Um, you can't escape it. The power of journaling. My friend Anna bought me an, a journal over two years ago. And I remember when she first gave it to me thinking, this is such a teenage thing to do, keeping a diary. I'm a grown woman. Um, but now, uh, and I remember it actually says digital detox. And it became that. It really is my digital detox. I dump everything in there, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, what I'm crying about. And I just record it, you know, how my day has gone, the things that I've accomplished. And I'm not saying I write in there every day because like you, I am also busy. But, you know, especially when, when they significant moments, significant lessons or times that I'm feeling especially low or down, I really turn to this journal. And, you know, now over two years, it's collected a lot of stories, huh? So, you know, if you can start journaling, it will help you in two ways. The first is that it allows you to look back. Life is not static. We all have good days and bad days. So if you can write both good days and bad days down, no matter what you're facing, you're able to turn back and say, okay, I know that good days are possible. They're possible because I've had them. This is not someone else's story. This is mine. Here they are. Here it is. On this date, on at this time, I felt this way. I had a great day. I accomplished. So good days are possible because I have had them myself. There's the power in your own story. When you repeat your own story, rather than people telling you that things are possible. So go back to your own story and remind yourself of the possibilities and the things that you've already accomplished because they remind you that you can do it. You are a total badass. You can do it. You have lived these experiences, good or bad. You have recorded them. You have overcome them. And then the second thing is my journal reminds me of my strength and my resilience. So when I'm going through moments like today, I took it out. I cried. When I doubt that I can truly reach my goals, I take it out and I go, you felt this way before. And yet here you are. Did it kill you? No. Did it destroy you? No. Are you still motivated? Yes, let's go. So start journaling. So to end, today I cried. I cried because I needed to reflect. I needed to plan. And I hopefully needed to get through to you. Take this away. Listen to your inner voice and live in harmony with yourself. Guard your heart and your mind. Grow your network. 
act now and write it down. You are phenomenal. Go forth and do great things. Thank you for listening. I hope to connect with you. Please add me to your network. Remember, the power of a network. Thank you so much for tuning into the She Speaks podcast by The Great Canadian Woman. Remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite player so you don't miss a single episode. And if you love what we're doing here, we would be so appreciative if you could leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And if you want to connect with today's guest or become a guest on the show yourself, head to thegreatcanadianwoman.ca forward slash podcast. Until next time, make waves, move mountains, and blaze trails.